There it is. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Divi Chat. We are celebrating six years of Divi Chat. So uh, a lot of weekly episodes. Um, unfortunately, Stephanie, who normally MCs, uh, got sick. And so um, Stephanie, we hope you feel better. Um, so uh, she's not able to join us today. Um, so you're stuck with the three of us, but we're gonna try to bring the excitement. Um, <laughs> Uh, Stephanie's is our, our outgoing extrovert who normally leads the charge. And so, uh, without her, hopefully we'll still be able to, uh, to bring the energy and, and make it fun. So we're going to be talking about, uh, Divi yesterday, today, and tomorrow. So, uh, with celebrating six years of Divi chap, it makes sense to reflect on Divi as a whole um, from the past where we're at now. And then um, we're going to speculate wildly about what Divi will bring to us uh, in the future. <laughs> so some things are more concrete and then some things we'll just kind of guess and wh where we think uh, Nick Roach will lead elegant themes in the Divi product moving forward. So before we dive into all the um, fun that this anniversary episode brings let's go ahead and meet the panel um ladies first hey guys sarah oates here from endure web studios you can catch me at endure.com.au or endure web on the socials i have a little bit of a light issue if you're watching this live where the window is causing me some uh some trouble so if i look like i'm sitting off to the side that might change as the hour passes we'll just see how we go um so i'm really excited to be here tim and i were here right from the beginning and so it's been a long six years and it's going to be interesting just thinking back to just how much has changed since we first started divi chat i think you know obviously divi was before then but we've been around doing this for six years now and it's pretty exciting to see just how how much is different over the past number of years so excited to be here hey everybody uh my name is eric and i have been i should have checked i think about a year um i've been on right. and i think about a year um and from somebody that you know four four or five years ago started listening to divi chat um when i just started uh doing websites as a way to make income um to now it's been an amazing experience. I've learned so much from all of uh, the panelists in the past and um, all the current panelists. And so uh, it's really cool to be here on the sixth anniversary as, as one of the panelists. So um, yeah, you can find me at uh, Divi Agency Coach. Uh, my web design business is in Transit Studios. And uh, yeah, excited to be talking about six years of Divi chat and now Divi, my favorite subject. Yeah, <laughs> love it. Yeah, we're super glad that you're with us, Eric. And it's hard to believe that you have only been doing this for five years. That's like mind blowing because you yeah. bring a tremendous amount of value to the show. Um, so Tim Streifler here. I'm broadcasting from San Clemente, California, and you can find me online at divilife.com where I have all my Divi plugins, child themes layouts, tutorials, courses, all that good stuff. Um, and actually, so Sarah mentioned that I've been on Divi Chat since the, the very beginning. Actually, I I haven't. So haven't I, was you? The first, I was the first guest. And then you were the first that, import. <laughs> yeah, I was the first import. And then um, <laughs> since then, I was like the first add on. Was it um, right so towards I, the beginning? I feel it was like, like it was like very close to the beginning. Yeah. So like yeah, maybe right. like a few episodes in or something like yeah. that. Okay. So um, pretty much the beginning. Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like when um like the show Seinfeld, Elaine Bennis was in the first episode. She wasn't in the pilot. <laughs> wow. Um, I didn't Julia know that. Louis Dreyfus. Yeah. But episode two is when she yeah. <laughs> so I'm like Elaine Bennis, basically. That's there right. They saw the gold. I'm like, yes, <laughs> we have done him. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, we don't have a ton planned for this episode, um, and I was told kind of last minute that I would be emceeing when when Stephanie just did not feel up to it. So um, we're we're, we're kind of winging it today, which kind of is what we do every day on Divi Chat. So I guess it makes sense yeah. that to celebrate the six year anniversary is that we're kind of winging it. Um, but yeah, I would like to know. Um, looking back at the early days of Divi, what are some of the features that you guys feel like 
are still used today? Like obviously Divi has evolved and things have changed, but what are some of those early things that haven't changed that are still um, really great? Well, I think the the block builder it, essentially, like when it started, there was no visual builder, right? And so for a lot of us, it took us a really long time to actually convert over to the visual builder. And I predominantly build in the visual builder now, but I still find the block builder incredibly useful. So I find myself regularly going into, I don't know, is it, it's not called the block builder. What's it called? Like wireframe mode. Yeah, wireframe mode. So when you're in that, like it's so much easier to be able to grab bits and pieces. I do a lot, like a lot of the designs that Sophie does for me are overlaid. And so there's lots of overlapping and we use negative margin all the time. And it means that when you're working in the visual builder, sometimes that's a bit of a pain in the butt, like depending on just how much negative margin you've used. And if you've mucked around with the Z indexes, you suddenly end up like you just cannot access something. So the fact that wireframe mode exists, no matter whether you're in the back end or the front end, you can always get to that. I think that is the core part of what Divi always was. The fact that we could pick things up, drag and drop them, duplicate, like move things around. That was always the gold. Like that's what made Divi amazing right from the beginning. And that's still available and very useful. And I don't use it as my everyday go-to but I would use it daily. Like I, I regularly yeah. need to be able to access the block. Block yeah area. yeah I, to I toggle between them pretty frequently so yeah i totally agree absolutely yeah. what about Imagine you Eric? if they got rid of it and it was just visual like we'd be fully staffed right like even if they went to i, I don't know if elementor does this but like say in photoshop when you have like the layers and so if you look at the layer structure you can kind of see like a little i don't know like a um a list and it kind of shows like even if they had it like that I would find that really confusing and hard to work with. So the fact that the way the block mode works is still visual, I think is part of the gold with it rather than just like a list that then you could access things. I think that would be a pain in the butt. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and, and Nancy just said everything is color-coded with the wireframe mode, unlike other builders. So it's easy to yes. navigate between the rows and sections. Yes, which point. is very helpful I, I, when you're training clients because when you're training clients, like generally one of the first things I say to clients is you are always looking for the gray, like nine times out of 10. Very occasionally you need the blue to change a background image, but nine times out of 10, you are looking for gray because that is a module and that is what you edit. You don't edit the green. You will almost never edit the green. Especially if it's fluoro green, you're never editing that, but you are editing the gray. So yes, I agree. Color, I color like coding that. has been gold with clients. Yeah. That's yeah. That's, I never realized that the other builders don't do that. Yeah. No, I didn't either. Like Only because I don't use them. Opportunity. But, you know. Right. Yeah. Same. <laughs> awesome. What about you, Eric? Any original features or features from the early days that you still use today in Divi? Uh, I would say just the fact that the, and I know some people sometimes it overwhelms, but I like the fact of you're not locked into having to control things only in one place. It's, it's still easy to have options. Um, and so I like just, I, I think it's, you know, whether I'm putting, you can put the CSS in the, you know, right in the module, you can put it on the, the page and the row and the section and the, you know, I think just all of those, you don't even have to use that. You can just use the the settings. Um, and so I just think there's a lot of, uh, I, I think that the neat thing about Divi is you can grow with it. You can come in as a novice and start um, and make a, a, an amazing looking website um, yeah. and not know any special skills or anything like that. Um, yeah. As far as like custom CSS and, you know, assigning custom ids and all of that and, and getting really yeah. technical um but you can eventually start to grow and develop into that um i for the longest time had to have a little cheat sheet um that hung on my computer that told me that i could i could never remember the difference between the pound sign and the pencil or the the period like which one was the ID, <laughs> which one was the class i always had to look over at that um i think one of my first embarrassing not embarrassing but like one of those moments in the early days of the facebook group so it was like right right at the beginning of the facebook group and i was pretty new and i was trying to work out how to do 
a ID so that you could scroll down the page. So just that like classic kind of ID. And I kept putting the ID pound in the thing. And then Mm. someone had to say, oh, you don't put the pound in, you just put like the thing. And then when you do the link, you do the pound. To me, I was like, that was like so beyond me. And I was like, oh my God. And I felt really embarrassed that I had asked the question, but if I hadn't asked the question, like I never would have known. Right. But yeah, that was one of those kind of early day ones where I was like, oh my God, like, of course. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Um, so for me, my early Divi feature, which I just confirmed was part of original Divi 1.0, what is the Divi library, right? Like it's crazy to think that like from the very beginning, that's been a part of Divi, um, and it's still so useful, right? Like, uh, I mean, now Divi cloud kind of extends that to the cloud, but it's still kind of that same core structure uh yeah. with with having the library and, and everything and i'm actually i'm gonna post the original divi uh release blog post here in the awesome. youtube chat published december 11th 2013 and wow. the blog post the formatting is a little screwed up because uh elegant themes has updated their blog format quite a bit and so <laughs> um, it's not terrible it just doesn't look quite as good as it probably did originally um but yeah, the very end of the blog post says, this is just the beginning. And so I think they were excited for the future at that point in 2013, but I don't think they even got close no. to imagining what it would be because at this point, Divi was still just another theme from Elegant Themes and it wasn't, it hadn't fully transformed their business yet, but it quickly did to the point where now there's just Divi. They create layouts for Divi, but they don't create other themes like they yeah. used to uh, back in the day. So yeah, it's, it's so always I fun. Didn't jump on, I didn't jump on to Divi until Divi 2.0. So like I, I, I think I would have joined 2013. So I would have joined Elegant Themes was like the first thing that I kind of found. And I was like, oh, this is such a bargain. Like there's so many themes and it happened to have a theme for the first website that I was looking for. And so I was like, great. Okay. I paid this much. I would have paid that much for a theme anyway. Then I get all these other ones. That's fabulous. Like good to go. And I think for my first three websites, I just used themes that Elegant Themes happened to have because they fit, like I needed a landscape one and they had a landscape one and I needed a festival one and they had a festival one. And so like that happened to fit. And I had seen Divi, but like at the time it felt well beyond my skill level and kind of, I didn't even want to consider it. And then when Divi 2.0 came out, that's when I started to see the stuff coming through emails and I started to engage with the idea and then I gave it a crack. But yeah, like I didn't, I I think there'd be a lot of people who might have been around Elegant Themes, but didn't fully jump on board. Whereas I think Tim, you jumped on board right at the beginning, didn't you? Yeah, I was just going to say. Uh, <laughs> You're an early you adopter. Scroll, if, you scroll down in, if you scroll down into the comments, you'll see Tim actually said, dang, nicely done. Well worth the wait. I can't wait to try to <laughs> out. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was just going to say the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. But they uh, must have had, there was, it was funny because then Kenny says, thanks, Tim. Seems like your style will play nicely with Divi. So, Ooh. Yeah. 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 Happy days. And I think it was, maybe it was a sneak peek post because they, they, they did like they used to do like one sneak peek and then they would do a release post to release the theme. And then with Divi, it took so much longer. They basically spent an entire year when they would previously spend like a few months building a theme. And um, so they did multiple sneak peeks. And I think you can go back to one of the sneak peeks and I commented and I was like, because they kind of talked about how like with the builder and like the foundation of it and stuff. And I was like, so it sounds like this is going to be like the future of, of, other themes as well um and i was kind of right um yeah. only it wasn't just the well, core of other I think themes they might have even thought that yeah, like true. i think well because they came out with because, extra yeah that's right and i think they kind of thought that it was gonna yeah be a multiple thing but just in this different kind of navigating way and then it was qu- quickly obvious that that was not going to be the case yeah, exactly. Yeah, because it was like they built a theme that you could build any website with. 
So then yeah. it's like, well, wait, why? Why, why do you even need other something other else? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, no, it is cool to see where where Divi has has evolved. Um, yeah, and then even looking at some of these early early features here, the customizer is kind of outdated, old school. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see what else we have here. Gorgeous blog layouts that have not been updated since 1.0. <laughs> That's they needs they to, really to work it. on that. <laughs> yeah, like it looks. So I think exactly one thing different. that's one thing that's really interesting that I think has evolved a little bit, but then hasn't fully converted into the new way is the the menu. So they had a menu module right from the beginning, or not a menu module. They had menu options in the customizer. Was it? I think initially. Uh And so you had options of like the layout. So you had an option of like left aligned or center aligned. And I think there was one other one, but I don't think there was full screen at that point. And then along the way, they kind of evolved it and full screen became an option, which was fabulous. And then as they've continued to evolve Divi, you've got um, like the new theme builder. I guess we'll get to it later, but like the theme builder and the theme builder has just opened up our whole world, but the menu module hasn't come along with it. (laughs) And so like they brought the menu module, but it's only got something like two options in it or three options and full screen is not an option. (laughs) It drives me crazy. But I think like they, they were so evolved in some of those things initially. And then as they've like expanded all these extra options like the theme builder which is incredible there's some things that are still lagging behind and i guess you know i'm kind of getting ahead of myself but i would really hope that's one of the things they they continue to evolve because they were really ahead of their game at that point like just giving us really quick options to be able to fully change the way a website looked even though we could barely do anything else with the header we had those options to make the header look slightly different just because there yeah. was this toggle drop down that kind of made such a big difference. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's like kind of the, the balancing game with, with everything with, with Divi and, and yeah. builders and WordPress in general is balancing options versus like complete design freedom. Because yeah. like it used to be when the, theme customizer like you said you can just choose a couple different options and boom you have like a full screen menu or the slide out menu or or whatever and it was really cool because it was like literally just a click Mm -hmm. but you couldn't really customize it now it's like you can have like full design customization but then you don't have those certain options yet and so it's yeah hopefully they will because it's like they've given us full design control except adding the functionality i think it's just one of the only things where they've given us given us given us and it's almost like they've taken away from us they haven't because they've still given us more and it's only because we're choosing to use the theme builder that suddenly it feels like you took away my options. Like I had these options here and now I don't have these options in this new location. Whereas everything else has felt like we're getting more, 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 more. And this, it was just the one thing that I I constantly, I'll end up using Divi overlays or something else to achieve the same thing because I still want those options, but I also want to use the theme builder. So totally most yeah. things is always give 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 it's, it's just like, that one on. thing that it felt like they retracted elegant themes we we want to have our cake and eat it too like don't That's make us right. choose one the come on i'm a selfish girl <laughs> uh, what were you gonna say eric you started to say well, something. I, well i was just gonna say i remember too like thinking back because i remember using like i think it was foxy was one of the themes uh nexus was one um, i think i use nexus yeah, and I don't remember them having near the options of like all the modules even, um, like you know the the email opt in and you know you had to use Bloom was it Bloom or Mo- Monarch was the social sharing. Yeah, Bloom. Bloom, Bloom was, Bloom was the email opt in. Um, yeah. So just the fact that you know all those modules became yeah, you know, I mean that was handy. Well, yeah, because those previous themes didn't have a builder at all. So they didn't have modules. They just had like certain sections like hard coded into the templates. And then you could in theme options turn if like if you wanted to turn a section off, you could. But if you want to customize that section beyond just like simple styling, like you couldn't, you know, unless you wanted to hack the, the PHP template. And so people that are like have just gotten started with Divi like they don't even realize how good they have it. Like, (laughs) like I remember like when I learned how to do inspect element, it was a game changer. Now it's like, yeah, it's still a game changer, but you can do almost everything in Divi. 
But for me at the time, I was like, whoa, I can. And then uh, learning uh, display none, that was a huge one because oh, yeah. um, like being able to just like take stuff away and customize yeah. it that way without having to touch PHP was like it's still something that you need though like anytime you're going to use a third-party plugin you're going to need some of those skills so yes theoretically you could make a website completely without css these days with Divi. theoretically but for example third-party plugins yeah so for example one of my clients has like an events plugin and he just noticed that like when it would say how many people could still register there was no space between like 13 people it was just like 30 people, like no space between it. And I'm like, you know what? The easiest way for me to fix that is inspect element, find it, add in five pixels of space and add that to my code. Like that is the simplest way to be able to move forward and without those skills. And I think that's some something where those of us who got in right at the beginning, we had this advantage of we had to learn all those skills. <laughs> and so knowing those skills means yes of course you could probably find some way to find some toggle or like zoom something up but being able to have those skills is also really valuable so i kind of hope that people who are just jumping in now will still take the time to learn some at least basic css because it makes such a big difference being able to quickly modify something at a global level really fast yeah absolutely yeah you used to be able to jump into i mean elegant themes i know when i remember first starting like they had fantastic customer support. And I was constantly going in yeah. asking for things and they would, you know, give me a big long thing of, you know, CSS or something to put in and, and things like that. And that, that always blew me away. Now they don't do that um, as much anymore. I, I don't think, but the community that exists in the Facebook groups, yeah. um, be able to get help with stuff is fantastic. Um, and I think that's one of the things that really set Divi apart from the beginning from all the other page builders. Not saying the other page builders don't have their communities, but I think their communities are all built on what Divi has. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. I, I would have been lost without the Facebook group. And I wouldn't have quit my job when I did if it wasn't for the Facebook group because I felt like I always had people around that I could ask questions and learn from and um that really made the biggest difference to me feeling confident that i would be able if i couldn't figure out how to do something i knew i had access to people who would be able to help me figure out how to do the thing and i wasn't at the point i wasn't trying to do anything particularly complex but enough that it was beyond my ability <laughs> but i knew that these people you know would probably have a tutorial like gino gino's tutorials were like yeah. my lifesaver at the time yeah. when we first started because we needed we needed help when Divi was new there was so much we couldn't do that if you didn't know a little bit of PHP you really couldn't I mean you couldn't edit the header you couldn't edit the, edit the footer you couldn't edit any of the archives all of those things needed to be fully customized with PHP using your child theme like and it felt scary when we were new and so I think you know, those Facebook groups and people like Gino who were willing to make tutorials right in the beginning were the people who were able to help us kind of actually make okay websites in the beginning. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm looking at the release of Divi 2.0, which was released mm -hmm. May 21st, 2014. And that brought us um, the clone tool, which that was a game changer being able to like mm -hmm. clone a, a section or a row or a module and then specialty sections which i still don't use them a lot but when i do need them they are really handy um and then added a bunch of options to the customizer like you were saying sarah with the new header options and vertical navigation and boxed layout um yep oh this one's it's like so minor but so important to uh creating menuless landing pages so being able to turn off the menu oh. Um, or the header right. and just have a the oh it's blank page is what what what, what it's called um, right yep uh, that was yeah that was huge so for like a coming um, soon that was a pretty big deal yeah right yeah yeah exactly because if not you always had to go in and i always had to install a plugin for the longest time to learn how to do it but a page id plugin that would show me the page id um and then i eventually figured out how to do it without you never that. use blank pages does that still work with the theme builder 
I've never even thought. I just always yeah. like make a custom header and footer for that page. I've never even thought of that. Isn't that funny? Uh, so then there was the the uh, infamous Divi 2.4 upgrade that they Eek. totally changed <laughs> the fluid grid and it just like broke, broke every everything. site. Yeah. So and that is where this... what I was talking about, where anyone who had who had created a new header or footer um, PHP file or anyone who had done any CSS in the header and footer, it just broke everything. And there was no warning. <laughs> it just rolled out. And um, yeah, there were many of us that spent a very urgent week <laughs> trying to fix every and there was no like roll back at that point. You couldn't roll back unless you had a backup. Yeah. So not only did it did 2.4 break everyone's website, but they also introduced <laughs> global items, um, which are still really useful to this day. Divi has global presets and has global colors, but still global mm -hmm. um, items, global sections, rows or modules are still super useful um, yeah. to this day, which is pretty cool. Um, and that was and basically they, how we did footers for a really long time when we didn't right, have a footer section. you would just like do display none to the official footer and then you would put a global module a global section at the bottom of your page at the bottom of every page and then that was the way that we basically had a hacky um theme yeah. builder for the footer right and it was a or bit, it was a bit hit and miss initially like i remember feeling like it was a bit buggy occasionally like really random things would happen whereas yeah. it's a lot better now and i still use global modules different bits and pieces so that's one yeah. of those ones that even though we've got the theme builder global modules are still really useful yeah or another thing that we would do is build the footer on on a page mm -hmm. and then um change it from divi to the text editor or, or no change the theme really quickly so then it'll just leave a mess of short codes and then you copy all the short codes and then you would paste that into your footer.php file in place oh. of the WordPress footer. I never did I that. That's like I, a I funnel that. hack. Yeah, I learned that from a Gino. It was a Gino nice. tutorial. And so you would basically... Uh, it but was then if to, you want to, to edit it. Well, no, you would make it global. You would make it global. So then um, it would be a globe, global library layout. And then, but you would add oh, it to right. the footer. right. And so then you could edit the global library item yeah so you only you only had to do that once and then yeah right and then it would all nice. sync yeah. oh nice little um, hack it's a bit too late for it but like good hack i like it yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been useful a few years ago tim jeez yeah. <laughs> hey, hey you don't I know learned it from I, gino so <laughs> I, I have a friend that still likes to mess around daily with like old apple computers like you know apple 2gs and stuff yeah, um nice. And, and, you know, he's got a whole room full of this kind of stuff. So, you don't know, maybe somebody's still just holding on and, and, and with Divi, you know, 2.0, maybe Divi 3.0. There is no reason to. Also, no, there, no, there were some security But I want to be inclusive. If that's you, if that's you, welcome. You're welcome. If here. that's you, update, because there were security releases. There was, <laughs> I think, two security releases along the way. And uh, you just want to make sure you're ahead of the last security release. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you can play so... around with it on your home computer, though. Like, that's fine. Just don't let it onto the internet. I don't know why you would want to. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So, um, and then I'm, I'm skipping some minor releases, uh, but September 7th, 2016. Sarah, do you know what came uh -huh. out? 2016. No. Nah. Big one, big release. Uh, Starts with a three. A three? Oh, Divi yeah, three. Yeah, <laughs> Divi three point <laughs> So yeah, Divi three point oh came what out. Was in Divi, Divi three though. The Visual Builder. Ah. So if you remember. That's why I don't remember uh, it because I didn't try using it for like a year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So WordCamp Orange County 2016 um, was where, Sarah, I met you for the first time in yeah. person, along with David Blackman, Terry At Hale, a cigar club. Gino. Thing. 
Yeah. And then we went to, <laughs> we went to WordCamp. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, Nick Roach was there uh, with Mitch and Nathan Weller. Yeah. And so, and then Nick gave us all a preview of the visual That's builder. Right. Uh, and we all we looked just... like these little school children, just like, yeah. <gasps> what's coming? It was so exciting. Yeah. But with great power came great bugs, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. remember how buggy 3.0 was in the early days? And it yeah. took a long time for them to iron out all those bugs. And I bugs. think it's why a lot of us held off. Like, we were so fast with using the the old school way of doing it that it yeah. felt like such a big deal to switch over to the visual. And for anyone who was new, it was great for them. But like, yeah, there were heaps of bugs in terms of like being able to select things was like a nightmare, like like a proper nightmare. These days, like, yes, it's a pain occasionally, but like it was really challenging to work with. And so I think it was one of those things that for a lot of us, we were like, I just don't have time to like deal with that. Like there's bugginess. It's a whole new thing. I have to like adjust to a new way of doing things. I am so fast in the block version of it. Nah, stuff it. And then after a little while, I think, Tim, you were one of the first ones, again, your early adopter, you, <laughs> and, of like jumping in. And then I think there was this moment on Divi Chat where we were talking about it and you had said like you fully embraced it. And I was like, that's yeah. it. I have to make myself do this. And so the very next build, I said to myself, you can't use the block editor unless you absolutely have to. You are going to build this whole thing in the visual mode. And it was like forcing myself and I was much slower at building that time but again like anything you get faster and faster and faster to the point where the visual mode was easier than the block mode and you just use the blocks when you needed it but yeah. it was a big effort for us who knew the old way it was like yeah. you know we're the old timers kind of trying yeah. to catch up <laughs> I remember I was describing it to SJ um, it was after it been out for a while, how I had like fully embraced the visual builder. Yeah. I was like, now that I, I know how to use the visual builder well, and I'm fast at it. When I use the old black, uh, backend builder, also known as the classic editor, it yep. was, I felt like I was driving with my eyes closed. Yeah. Like, and yep. so, and he was like, Whoa, he's like, that makes so much sense. Cause when you're able yeah. to see everything and, and, and in real time, it like, it, it's like you're driving with your eyes open and you can see what you're doing. But when you're uh, in the back end builder, the classic editor, whatever you want to call it, um, without visual builder mode, you would make yeah. changes and you want to be able to see what you're doing. You had to go over to the front end. Go preview. So, <laughs> yeah. Or, preview or yeah, the everything preview. 500 yeah. times. Yeah. And you had to label everything. So like I've got really lazy with labeling things now, unless it's something oh, yeah. particularly that is annoying to do in the front end. So for my clients, I know they're going to use the other one. I keep calling it the wrong thing. Um, then, then I will label them. But for the most part, I don't label anything anymore. Whereas at the time that was essential to label everything, or you could not find what the hell you were talking about at all. Oh yeah. Yeah, no, it's funny because to this day, I like I reuse page layouts like a lot. Like I'll I, I'll rarely like start something from scratch. I'll just reuse it. Yeah, uh, nice. An existing page and then customize the heck out of it. But all the labels still stay. And so, like for example, <laughs> yes. on Divi Life, I have <laughs> like uh, demo pages that still says like Divi bars on it, and it's like I've used. I took that and then used another one and then used another one and used another one. And so I've like been customizing it, but those labels have just stayed with it. Like multiple <laughs> And the iterations. labels were a pain to change as well. Like they were they're yeah. in this really annoying spot where you've got to open the module and scroll all the way to the bottom to be able to change it. So they're kind of a pain in the butt to actually bother with. That's very yeah, funny. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, pretty funny. But yeah, the visual builder has come a long way. Um, let's see here. Yeah, it sure has. So after, so I skipped over like the split testing system, which was 2.7. Um, let's see. Really split testing is only great for big, heavy used websites. Like for a lot of our small clients, they don't have enough people going through it that the split, split testing really benefits them. But for high traffic websites, that's where you're going to really benefit from that. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, so, uh, 
Divi, so May 3rd, 2017 is when Divi added the wireframe mode to the front end builder. And that was, I think, right. from a lot of feedback from us. We're yes. like, no, we like, we like the blocks. We cannot <laughs> use it. Yeah. So they're like, there okay. You go. Well, See, I didn't even remember. That's probably, you know, I remember being super frustrated with the yeah. visual builder at times. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, they basically listened to us and they're like, all right, you want you want the block <laughs> uh, classic looking builder, we'll bring that to the visual yeah. builder. <laughs> yeah, that was a um, So yeah, I guess now we should talk about what we think Divi is going to come out with for the future. Um, you know, we talked a lot about yesterday or i guess we should talk about today first what it, yeah. let's go around and talk about our favorite like current feature or newer feature that has come out that um we can't imagine building a divi website without it type of thing i mean the obvious like it, it i feel like it's too obvious to even say it but the theme editor like i theme builder. the theme builder i honestly like i couldn't build a website without it i use it on every absolutely every single website and not just because you can do the header and the footer, but within it, you've got your global header and your global footer. And then for every different page, you can customize what those headers and footers look like, being able to um, do a template for a blog post or like I've got a client who is a university and so they have like all their courses. So having a course layout where then I've just used um, old school um, what's the word, uh, custom field editor or custom fields. So being able to have custom fields where they just plonk all the data in and then we've made a template, they've just come back to me and said, we want to change our template. Well, now I'm set up in a way that that is going to be such a simple process. I'm not going to have to edit every single course. I'm just going to have to edit the template. Like that is going to be a lifesaver all because of the theme builder. And so, yeah, that one, being able to do your 404 page, being able to do your search pages, your archive pages, all in the one place, being able to change the way the blog looks really simply, being able to have an individual footer or a header for like just the homepage, like that stuff, because sometimes you want to have something that looks a little bit different on the homepage compared to the other pages. That, like I just couldn't build a website without it now. That one is the biggest game changer. I just really want the menu module to like come up to scratch. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Eric, what about you? Um, I don't know. I, I I don't I don't build our sites anymore. I'm I'm not in yeah. that much. So I don't I don't know. Um, uh, I get excited though when I hear like Sarah say, "So it's going to be so much you know easier for me to fix this." I'm like, "Yes." And the client has no idea, so you can still charge a great price. <laughs> and have this Such a businessman. <laughs> I love that. Um, <laughs> I hear that part of it. I did ask. So I did. I I went into our uh, team system, and I asked the team, um, and yeah, they've got some things, just some mainly some things that they hope get fixed soon. Um, but, um, yeah, nice. That was their only, yeah. that was their only feedback. Yeah. Nancy said layers and cloud, which yep. totally agree with. Um, I don't use layers a lot. Um, but yeah, Divi cloud has been awesome. That's like probably the newest, like big thing. Lay Remind me what's layers. Layers is the layers view where you can kind of similar to like Photoshop, see all the layers of your site. Oh, see, that's the thing I don't like. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, yeah. And then, yeah, obviously the theme builder. Um, and then yep. Sean mentioned the right click menu on modules to extend to all in a row. Um, yes. Yes. I'm going to just kind of say every single day. <laughs> every yeah. Day. So I'm going to say just kind of the efficiency workflow features as a whole. So there's extend yes. styles, there's find and replace, there's copy and paste styles, there's, mm -hmm. um, and whatever there's that global thing is presets, called where, global is colors, that a global preset where you like, like, so you have a button, but then you change one and you say, okay, save this as a blue button, save this as a red button, save this as that's, like that that's global presets. It's a game changer. Yeah. Presets basically are like, like my favorite feature far and above. When you're coming from like the CSS 
world of, of customizing and you understand yeah. how that class system works, global presets is the same thing. It's just built into Divi. And so you yeah. can change that CSS class or that preset. And then everything yeah. who has that CSS class or preset changes with it, which is really cool. So my hot tip with that, I do have a hot tip with that because I use it every day and it is a little bit buggy occasionally. My yeah. hot tip with that is if you say you've got a blue button and you make a change and you want it to roll out to all the blue buttons, you can make the change and then you can like click on the little three dots and say extend to or, or like save to this preset or whatever. It occasionally is real buggy. And so the, the hot tip around that is instead of doing it that way, go into your like little top menu for your presets and click on the pencil icon for that particular preset and edit it in that spot and it will properly roll out to all of them. Mm -hmm. So occasionally it just won't roll out the proper setting. It, like no matter, even if you say like extend to all of them, doing it in that pencil area properly fixes that. Yeah, I think I, so with the, the course right now, Divi Creator Pro, which I'm teaching live, um, I was teaching Divi presets and I think that happened and I was like, yeah. well, this and is what happened pain. with Divi. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. So, so yeah, now I know for next time how to get around that. Yeah. Um, okay. So I think now we can talk about the future. So um, obviously Divi has evolved. It's come a long way. It's changed the way we build websites. We've built businesses around Divi. Um, but what does Divi look like? next year, the year after that, like, where do we think that Divi is going? Um, and what, what kind of features is it going to have? What is going to be the focus, right? They've kind of had these big focuses where it's like the visual builder, the theme builder, the cloud, you know, or they had a, a big stretch where they're just adding a ton of design features like color filters and animations and tech shadows and drop shadows and <laughs> all of those different things. And so that was kind of their focus. So what do we think yeah. the focus is going to be for the future? Any ideas? I'm really not sure. I, I kind of hope they continue to stay in their lane of what they are doing though, and not, um, kind of doing all the things that all the third party plugins do, because I don't feel like we need that. Like I don't, there's a lot of things that I kind of feel like, well, when I need that feature, I go find that like from an alternative source that kind of adds that feature. But what I'd love to see is better modules, like, like really, really refining the module. So the menu one, for example, not just adding in the ones that are in the customizer, but adding like 10 different options for the menu would be like quality ones that work really functionally well. Um, having better options within say the menu module for like your spacing and your padding so that when you don't keep getting that alert from Google that says your stuff is too close together and you're like, oh, it's just because my menu. And then you have to like manually space out your your mobile menu, those kind of things, like actually going into each of the modules and refining them and making them better and better quality with maybe a few more options for each of them. And then maybe adding some better module options that maybe some of the third party guys are making that could be baked in because it's really common that everybody wants to be able to have. I think yeah. for me, that's what I would love them to spend the time on, actually making it a better theme because it functions better, it's higher quality, it's less buggy. In some ways, I don't want them to go down the track of new, 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 new. I just want it to be better, better, better so that people right. will start saying, no, Divi is the best thing, like theme builder yeah. because the totally. quality is high, it's running fast, it works really well, it has the options when you go to make a menu. You don't have to go find a third-party option for the majority of the things that everybody needs. That's what I yeah. would love. I would be so excited if that's where they spent their time and energy rather than new things. Personally. Yeah, no, I, I feel similarly and kind of on, on to um, add to that, I think like if you look at when you install a fresh install of Divi, how ugly everything looks, right? <laughs> And so like the, the theme default styles are mm -hmm. horribly outdated and are basically the same as Divi 1.0. Yeah. And they do, you do have the ability to import like presets, but those are yeah. all like module specific, right? Yeah. It would be really cool is when you install Divi, 
you can choose at like almost like a design style. Like they yeah, have some, that would be cool. Some, some baked in design styles yeah. that affect all the modules. And then of course you can go in and add your own presets on top of and it. And then there'd be less the ugly websites yeah. around the world. Yeah, like but dark, basically like if, you wanted, if you were doing like a dark site, you could do it for like a dark mode site. You uh -huh. know? That yeah, would be amazing. Exactly. Yep. And so all of the, the module styles automatically mm -hmm. when you choose that, that design style, all yeah. of them match that. Right. And then you can go That'd in and you stupid. can ch change them. From do you there. know what and else then, I want them to update? The button module. Oh my gosh. If they could update the button module to have way better options, like just so many options. Maybe there is a few like predefined, like, oh, I like this button or I like this button. But like, you really have to hack a button module to make it work in a way that is really friendly. And I think they could spend ample time on the button module. Please. Yeah. For real. Please. Yeah, no, I, I like what you're saying, though, with kind of improving all the modules. Yeah. Um, but and yeah, so and consistency in the modules, I feel like some modules, you have way more uh, options, customization and options, mm -hmm. and then yeah. other modules, you don't have any and you're like, why, you know, that doesn't make sense to me, because on this module, I can go in and, and go really deep in this. But this one, I can't change this one simple thing that I change every single time. So mm -hmm. I have to do right. That's yeah. yeah, like the blog module, for example, it's like so limited on what you can do. <clears throat> yes, and giving more row options, like being able to say, or like for a gallery, like being able to say, no, I want it five across, or I want it four across, or I want it to um, sit, what, whatever it's called, um, masonry, or I want it to be square. No, I want the image to be one by one. No, I want the image to be three by five. Like having options right. like that, don't give me anything new. Just give me all that. Like... <laughs> That yeah. is a hundred percent what I want. Yeah. And Sean just said, uh, speaking to your inconsistencies comment, Eric, how some modules don't let you do dynamic content, but others do. Um, and so, yeah, I think kind of refining all of that in general yeah. would be, would be great. There's also um, a bug that drives me crazy at the moment, which is sometimes with padding and spacing, if you're looking in the wireframe mode, it, like, you know, if you kind of see, oh, there's like some weird spacing going on here, I need to fix it. And so you, but you can't access it through the visual mode. So you go in through the block mode and there's like no spacing and you're like, what's going on? Like it says it's like zero padding. I don't understand. And then you click into visual mode and you go into the same settings. All of a sudden it'd be like 20 vertical width padding. And you're like, why, <laughs> like, why are you showing different padding when I'm in the wireframe mode compared to when I'm in the visual mode? I don't understand. So there's a few little bugs like that, that I think yeah. that could be well worth them spending some time yeah. on. And yeah. one of the guys on my team said that he'd like to see him change or fix the problem. So he says, extending styles functionality doesn't always work properly. Yeah. Um, the problem is it extends the main styles but not the responsive settings, which are part of mm -hmm. the style. Yes. And if you don't have responsive set on to, from the beginning, so like say you make a module and it's across all these different pages and like it's all kind of, it should all work, but then you didn't turn on responsive. And then you go say like extend this, you then have to go through all of them and turn on the responsive, then it will pick up all those responsive, like that's a pain in the ass. The other one that they should also, all my things that... I would love, you know, global setting uh, sections, you know how if you have a global module, you can turn on and off things. So you can say, okay, so I've got a global button, right? But, and, but I want it to turn off like this one color, for example. And so then you can kind of like go into each of them and you can customize like, no, this time I want it to be orange. This time I want it to be blue. That's great, right? But if you have a global se section, everything's global and so you then lose your option to be able to say but in the button i want this particular button to be blue or i want this particular button to be orange if they could somehow and i'm sure it's much harder than i'm imagining but if they could somehow make you be able to have a global section with just um some bits being able to be edited that would save me a ton of time because then I end up having to have a global button and a global texting and a global whatever sitting inside a non-global section. So then when I want to change the padding for that section or change the background or the color or the something for that section, I got to go through and change every single section. So, 
yeah. happy. Like, so they really did cool have something there. similar when Global um, Items first came out called Selective Sync. Do you remember that? Right. Like, no, no, was... no, but that's what they have, right? But it's only, it's only for like the head element. And so hmm. like if you have a section and then you've got a row and then you've got modules, okay. you then can't make any of the modules have any selective items. It's only if it's just a global module, then you can have selective sync. But if you have a section, you can't do that. And so you suddenly lose that functionality. And that would be an amazing extension of that. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah one thing that they have talked about, um, and I think is going to be Divi 5.0, I think, which is because Divi 4.0 was the theme builder and then right. 5.0 is uh, soon to be in the future um, is getting away from short codes. So short codes have been a part of WordPress for a very long time and Divi is built on short codes. And so when you make changes to the, the, uh, the builder, it, it, it adds in the proper short codes and then WordPress outputs the website that you built. Um, but short codes are kind of old school and they yeah. a little bit slower than, um, more modern solutions. Um, and so Divi has made it clear that they're, that's one of their things on their performance roadmap is ditching short codes and instead using whatever, um, HTML five, something, I don't know. Um, so anyways, that is something that's coming. That's one of nice. those things where it won't it's not like a sexy update, like the theme builder or the visual builder or Divi cloud. Um, cause it's more behind the scenes, but it is a good kind of future proofing Divi for years to come by putting it on a more solid foundation. So, um, and from a technical perspective, that is extremely difficult and they have to figure out how to do that without breaking millions of yeah. Divi websites. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's the tricky part. Um, yeah. So I don't 100%. know what's going to come with that. Um, other people um, have said that uh, Divi, because it's built on short codes, you're stuck with it forever. I've debunked that many times by saying, yeah. when are Every you ever going to just... stuck with? Yeah. When are you ever going to just change themes without redesigning the site? You're always going to have to redesign it. So that's really a non-issue. But yeah. the whole concept of speeding up the framework is definitely... Mm -hmm. Speaking better. of which, I find there's a few little buggy things that I'd love fixed with say like you add some padding to like a navigation with CSS, even if you put it in the theme option area, there's this delay when it loads. And so it'll load as it officially loads and then spread out that like it makes me look really unprofessional. <laughs> so being mm -hmm. like when we add custom code, being able to get it to load at the same speed as it's CSS loads so that there's not that kind of change as it loads, I think would be better. Nancy's got a point that I think is like, would be so smart for them to add. So she said, oh, we need to be able to add code to the head of specific pages. That would be fantastic. Cut down on the amount that you add globally. So if you want to add some code, for example, to the header, to the head section. So sometimes you need to kind of, um, I don't know, you need to add in like, pixel Track tracking code. type code, those kind of things. And you want to add it, you go into theme options, advanced, and then there's head, body, footer. And so you can add code in there. Tab. But if they moved that into the theme options area, so then you had for each of the kind of layouts, you had like global head, global body, global, whatever. And then you could also like have custom ones for custom pages or that's just my mind saying how you could do it. But even if they just added the option to the individual pages, I think being able to do that is going to make, that would make a really big difference because I think at the moment you have to actually add a plugin to be able to do it or do it in full code um, in the back of the files. So yeah, yeah. I think that's a great one. That'd be yeah, I think if, if they uh, added it, not maybe not to the theme builder, because that would make you use the theme builder, but adding it to like the page settings, like, you know how you have the custom CSS box yeah, yeah. per yeah. page, like adding it there. So you still have an integration. I feel like it should app. already be there. Like I'm half questioning myself. Like, is it not already there? That seems like super right. obvious that they should have done that already. Yeah. So, <laughs> and, and then, um, I mean, some stuff does need to be in the head 
section of uh, the HTML. Um, but if it doesn't have to be, you can put a code module anywhere on the page. Yeah, that's then, true. So if it, yes, it that's basically got to load it in the body. That's how yeah. I have gone around it. Yeah. That is true. Um, yeah, I know. And Nancy says, these are all suggestions. Divi is already a fantastic tool. I, <laughs> yeah, I, we're not totally, bagging we, on Divi. We totally agree. And we are not going anywhere. Like, we're here to stay. These are just, th that. this is our wish list of like yeah. what we would love to see. And I think some of it is around, and I think that it's where their head is, but like some of it is around, there was a stage where they just kept adding features and things were really in, unstable for a while and it was like new features would roll out every two weeks and so there'd be so many updates but everything was really buggy and I think I feel like they've settled down on that where they're not just rolling out like a million new features but they really spent a bit of time trying to like stabilize everything so I feel like that's kind of come a long way and I hope that that's a continuation but yeah these are just wish lists from us like I, so everyone's got their it. own wish lists I, I did a Google search on, you know, at, you know, what, what, you know, what's coming in Divi 5.0. And it was funny because two posts I found listed all this that, you know, these guys are saying like, oh, this is, this is what's going to be in, in Divi 5.0. <laughs> and the one, the one it's like 11 things. And if you scroll down past like the third one, it's like most of them, it says update now with in Divi 4. Point, you know, to oh, update now, like it was like conditions of this you know like you can set dynamic conditions now and you know, like that was going to be in divi 5.0 but oh no it's done now um so anyway it just that made me laugh that these people were predicting all that was going to be in 5.0 and it's here now so yeah. yeah they've done a really good job of continuing to um develop and make it a better product over time and i think in some ways i'm really thankful for places like elementor beaver builder some of the other guys, because it has encouraged Elegant Themes to continue to make sure that Divi is a really, really good product. And there have been moments where we were well and truly behind Elementor, but it was those moments where they made massive changes, like when the theme builder came, that took a lot of effort and time. And so for a little while, we were really hanging behind Elementor. And then the updates came out and now it feels like we're much more on par, which I think is great. Yeah, read. Um, awesome. Well, we thought we weren't going to be able to talk about this topic for a whole hour, but here we are. <laughs> it's been Get us chatting and you can't stop us. Yeah. Um, awesome. So I guess I'm going to open this up to, um, and some of you have already done this, but what is like that one feature that you really wish? <laughs> it could yep. be big, it could be small. Um, Again, some of you have already said it, but if you're here in the chat, let us know. Because um, yeah, who knows? Maybe Nick and team will watch this and they'll uh, <laughs> they'll bake these in. <laughs> and just slide it their way. Yeah, I think for me, one yet I'd still like to see is because uh, we we build a lot of local business websites um, and a really dynamic business hours. Uh, yeah, that'd be nice. Would be handy. Yeah, we there's a plugin we have, to, and I, I know that you know there is a plugin we use uh, for it, but that's something that's and, and yeah, I agree every business. Like, I don't want that. you to create. I don't want you to create all of this functionality and, and and bloat things. But business hours, like that's pretty common on most local business websites. So yeah, yeah, and and back on the back of that. Um, enhancing the maps module. I think, you know, there's a mm. lot of functionality that could be added into the maps module that would make it more functional, make it look better, make it function better. Um, I think there's a lot they could do with that that one as well. Uh, uh, Nancy put a number counter with more options, like comma. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's funny. It's the little things. They're all the things that make the difference, right? where you don't have to add a span tag. Geez, it'd be nice to not have to add span tags to everything just so that we could like customize things. Mobile yeah, menu. mobile menu. Yeah, the mobile menu, honestly. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it, I reckon it is the most far behind feature in Divi is the mobile yeah. menu. The ability, yes, they added all those abilities to like customize, but they don't always work <laughs> like, and they don't always look good. <laughs> 
mobile menu looks pretty terrible. Even like the hamburger menu, give us like some options to space out our little like hamburger. That'd be amazing. Or like, you know, like, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> stop. A chart module. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah Ken said, tables. Uh, better WooCommerce modules, like my account, thank you page, customization. So I think those are coming. They've kind of done WooCommerce in three phases. The first one was yeah, right. product pages. And then the mm -hmm. second one, I think was, was it checkout or cart? I remember. I forget. But then they're, then they're going to do, yeah, my account pages, thank you pages, yeah. stuff like that. So I think those are coming. Uh, might not be right away, but eventually. Hi, charts, Nancy. When have you ever done a pie chart? I don't think I've ever done a pie chart in a website. <laughs> Me neither. But maybe it's because you couldn't. Maybe if you had that module, maybe no, you would. see, that's like when they added too much animation and then everybody did like so much animation. Like we don't want everyone doing pie charts all over the shop. That's just like too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Only give people as much control as we're willing for them to use, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All righty. <laughs> well, we have uh, extended the hour. Um, so thank you everyone who watched live or if you're watching the replay, thank you for that as well. Um, if you are watching live or the replay, go ahead and click that thumbs up icon or is it this way? Whatever. You know what a thumbs up icon is. Um, and that will help us out. And if you want to be extra generous, you can leave us a review at ratethispodcast.com slash Divi chat. I'm like 80% yep. sure that that's the correct URL. Yeah, that sounded um, right. All right. <laughs> and also give us some suggestions of topics because we're, we've been around for six years and I feel like we've done so many topics and we can talk about just about anything, but sometimes we don't know, should we revisit a topic? Like it's been a long time since we've done it. Is there other things that you think, why don't they talk about that thing? We're scratching our heads sometimes trying to think about like what's going to be relevant and interesting. And so if you can give us some topic ideas, we are happy to chat about anything. Bring it on. Well, yep, exactly. Divi and WordPress related, probably. Nice. Thanks, uh, Eric. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't know if enough people ask for a topic. No. Talk Divi about our dog breeds. Like why a custom dog breed is better than a not. No. I don't think we're going to go down that track. <laughs> I can talk about Peru versus Istanbul, but again, probably <laughs> way off topic. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for joining and uh, we will see you next week. Take care. Bye-bye.